Well, good afternoon and welcome again to State Restoration Ministry and to Kinder Theological College. Today we are having a discussion. The topic is We Have Power. Amen, amen. We have power. So, whenever time you hear this word, we pray it will be a blessing to you and recognize the authority you have in God. We can, you can find us at www.frministry.org or you can call us at 678-964-4096. We'll give that information again. If you need prayer, you know sometimes we just need um, prayer. That's all we need or we need someone to talk to. If, if, if that's your situation today, why not... Um, why not call us? You can leave a text message and we'll most certainly get back to you. You may not hear us or answer the, we, we answer you immediately as you call, but we will return to the call. We have got several calls with new names, and it's very difficult to answer when you don't know the name. We don't always be there at the phone, but listen, <laughs> this is a college. May God bless you until we meet again. Here is um, Minister Vivian and she's in charge for today. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Dr. Stewart. Good afternoon, everyone. So the scripture... Yes. Praise God. Okay, let us pray. Father, I just thank you this afternoon, Lord God, for another time, another opportunity to come before you once again to break bread lord to share your word father i pray lord god that as we discuss on the topic we have power that lord god you god will speak to us will enlighten us remind us god of the power that you have given us lord god on this earth bless those who will be listening father god that they too will recognize that they have power in jesus mighty name i pray amen all right, so I'll be examining the book of Luke, verse 10 to 19. And Jesus, Jesus had gathered his disciples and, you know, he was about to send them out. And he reminded them, he said, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. No, Jesus calls each and every one of us. As Christians, we've been called by God. And when he calls us, he gives us a mandate. Whether you want to acknowledge it or not, we all have an assignment. And when he gives us an assignment, he also equips us. He gives us power. He gives us authority that we need to in order to accomplish the assignment, the task that he has given us. Now, one thing stood out to me is that God does not call those who are qualified. He qualifies those whom he calls. So a lot of times we would think, and I'm guilty of that. I used to think that I can't do this. I can't speak. I can't pray. But listen, 
God only wants people who are willing. Mm-hmm. If you show up, if you open your mouth, God will fill it. God will use you. He qualifies you. And I've been there. I, I can attest to it. Dr. Stewart saw me go right here on this line. I used to come on and hide, literally. I don't know if you think of people hiding on a, on a phone line. I hid. <laughs> to pretend like I wasn't there. And she called my name. Also, she said, if you want to pray, I pretend like I'm not on the line. As if she couldn't see with her, her caller ID or whatever. But I tried to hide. And so I'm saying to each and every one of us that when God calls you, don't think that you're not qualified to preach, to sing, to say something, to pray. Because he will qualify. If he calls you, he will qualify you. He will, he will equip you. That's right. But you have to understand that you cannot go on your own strength. You have to lean and depend on Jesus, as the songwriter says. I've learned how to lean and depend on Jesus. He's my strength. He's my guide. Once you trust God, once you lean on him, then you have nothing to worry about. And when he sends you out, he's not going to send you by yourself. He's with you. Don't send yourself. Because a lot of us are guilty of that. We go where we think we should go. But it's good to wait on God. Let him send you. Because we are Jesus' disciples. And he has given each and every one of us an assignment, a task. And so the question I'm asking, how are you handling your assignment? I'm asking myself, how am I handling my assignment that God has given me? And I want to jump to Kings, in Kings 17, where the people there worship the God of rain. But here comes Elijah, a man of God, a great intercessor, who believed in the power of prayer. And he was able to stand before the king and say, hey, listen, there will be no rain for three years and six months. In other words, he was saying, listen, there will be no rain until I say so. Amen. Amen. This is the kind of power God has given us. We have power when we speak. We have power when we declare a thing. God said in Matthew 18 and 18 that whatever you find on earth shall be what? Bound in heaven. And whatever we lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. That is the power we have. I know I'm going to open up to others to share your, your version, what you have experienced about using the power of God and recognizing that you have power. Anyone? Anybody would like to speak? All right. Um, we won't prolong. When we speak of power and authority, although God had something that came into my spirit, and I was watching a program, uh, one well-known minister, he was teaching a very good message or lesson on suffering, and I look back on my own self, 
there are times when in as much as we have the power and the authority, because you can have the power and no authority, you can have the authority and no power. But when Jesus in Luke 10 and 19 said, Behold, I give you power to tread. You can have the power, but you can't do anything with it because you don't have the authority. But he gave you the power. And I was looking at some scriptures even here today in um, Mark 16 and 17 where Jesus said, In my name you shall cast out. So what I want to say here, there are some things that we are going to go through. And even though we have the power and the authority to bind and to cut and to loose, there are times when God said, that situation is going to remain there because I am teaching you a lesson. And until we settle down, so to speak, and recognize that, hey, it's not about you, you didn't do anything wrong, you didn't commit any crime, any spiritual um, wrong. So it must be something God is teaching you. But for many of us, we keep struggling and we fight and we pray and we fast and we go to this one, pray for me. And some people come in church, the devil is after me. The devil is after me. Yeah. Listen, some things God is going to allow in our life. And until Amen. we settle down, Despite though he gives us all that power, we have to go through. Look at Paul. Look at Paul. Look at Jesus. He had all power. But he had to go through Gethsemane. He had to go to the cross. So this is an ex- excellent topic that we recognize we have the power, we have the authority, but all must be done according to God's will. Even when we speak to that situation, and if God doesn't move it, we speak to it. We have the faith. But God is the one who's going to move it. You know? So I'm just going to stop there for now for anyone else who would like to... I want to jump in again. As you, you, you know, you were sharing, what came back to me was a few weeks ago when... And I was so sick day after day and all the medicine I was taking seemed like nothing was happening. And I remember laying in my bed one night and I said, God, you need to heal me. And the Holy Spirit stopped me and said, you need to. He said, I've given you power. Mm-hmm. Speak to it, command it to leave. And that's what I did. Instead of, Lord, please, easy, do this said, Satan, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I command this sickness to leave my body. And I'm telling you, that's what God is saying to us. He has given us power. Stop throwing a pity party. Mm-hmm. But speak boldly. Mm-hmm. Speak boldly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, what I, that, that's been my recent experience. That sometimes we do forget. Yes. Yes. Praise God. Anyone else would like to drop something in? There's something I'd like to say, and I'm not sure if it fully fits in with the topic, but it's resting heavily on my spirit, so I'm just going to give it a a whirl. (laughs) Um, 
So in Matthew 16, I'm just going to just paraphrase it and give my spin on it. Uh, Matthew 16, verses 13 to 19. And this is a great confession. So um, when Jesus, were, when he was with the disciples, he asked them, who do men say that he is? In other words, who is who? Who are they saying that I am? People say people are saying he's John the Baptist, Elijah, all kinds of things. But he said, no. Who do you say that I am? And then Simon Peter said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the Living God. And Jesus said, Peter, you are blessed because that knowledge that you have wasn't given by man but given by God the Father in heaven. And he said, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto you the keys of the the kingdom of heaven. Whatever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you shall let loose on earth shall be let loose in heaven. In other words, that confession alone that Jesus is Christ, He's Lord and Savior. We, with that confession right there, I'm sure it rippled through the kingdom of darkness. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of propelled the devil to want to really crucify Jesus, but he didn't understand that he was playing into Jesus' hands. Mm-hmm. Right? And when he said that um, the church shall be built upon that, same confession and the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. This is the power that's given and that's given to us and how important prayer is and how important it is to understand our authority and know how to pray, how important it is. And like um, Sister Vivine was saying, you know, it, at some point we're on milk, right? At some point God will hold our hands and we, you know, we cry, we say, Lord, please, this and this, and he will come through for you right away. But at some point, he expects you to know and understand the power and authority that's been given to you, and you need to speak. Amen. Speak and single out the spirit. If your hand is trembling, talk to your hand. Um, mm-hmm. Call out the spirit and Amen. command it because of Amen. the authority. And then I'm going to take it a step further. A time will come. When the Antichrist will be ruling, the mark of the beast will be rolled out. Yes. And it's because of this confession why the devil is doing this, why, why many people will be lined up. Because if you take the mark, you are, you are denouncing that Jesus is the Christ, right? This is, this is why he's doing this, because he's going to try to undo this very same confession. So people are going to give in to Satan, um, pretty much making it known that he is their savior when there are going to be others who have the truth in their hearts and they will not yield. And even though physically it may seem that they're defeated, but they're actually not because this very confession that's in their hearts is what's going to make them overcome just the same, even though they, they're going to get beheaded or killed. But immediately they will be into Christ's bosom, they'll be automatically going to heaven. So this same confession right here is the key and the power to us all for us to understand our authority in Christ and that nothing or no one, no dove in hell can prevail against it. 
Thank you so much. Um, just before you speak, um, Mr. Burrell, you know, this is so fitting, this particular portion of Scripture. We have, I'm, I'm sure that those listening and for us here, we have um, cited it, you know, we quote it over and over, but to see that really it is saying to us, I, you, you have power and authority. You can bind, you can lose. But nevertheless, keep this in mind, um, um, brethren, it doesn't give us carte blanche or free will, whereby it's a wide open door and we can shut down this and open that. Shut. No, no, no. At the same time, while we have that authority, we still have limitations. Keep in mind, we still have to answer to God through the Holy Spirit. So we have the authority, but it doesn't open up all of the world to us. I don't think so. I don't think so. There are some things God will still hold in control. If God were to give us open control over anything, he gave it to Adam. Adam blew it. So now, I could well say it's been restored. It's not to the world, but it is to believers who will follow in the footsteps of Christ, in humility, obedience, suffering, holiness, all those things, that's how you're able to use your authority in Christ. So I thank you for that verse, for that passage of scripture, my sister. And anyone else would like to share now? Um, yes, God has given us the power. Because in scripture, one scripture says life and death is in the power of the tongue. Amen. But giving us the power, we need to know when Amen. and how Amen. to use the power of God. Amen. Hmm. The disciples were sent out and this man approached them with his sick son. Mm-hmm. And they could not drive out the devil, the demon out of the boy. Mm-hmm. Jesus was not with them at the time. Mm-hmm. Jesus came on the scene when the commotion was taking place. Mm-hmm. And Jesus inquire what was the problem, the father stepped forward and told Jesus about the situation and that he asked his disciples to help the boy, but they couldn't. Jesus' reply was that the, 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 the unbelief and Satan These things can't come out without prayer and fasting and you name it. Mm-hmm. So you see, it's not all the time the power of God that is handed down to us is going to apply to certain situations. Now, God is a God that knows our heart. He knows 
because even though he gives us the power to rebuke and to tear down and to pull down and to mash up, if God is not working in it, it never happens. So we have to be careful with the power that God has invested in us. That we do end up on the wrong track. We stay in the right track. This is my few words. Before anyone else speaks, thank you so You have made such a wonderful, I tell you, they're very good to see me. I thank God. You know, and what I'm hearing you say from your point is that even though we have the power, we have to use it with humility. We have to use it with wisdom. We have to remember it doesn't belong to us. Not at all. You see, God trusts us to use that power. And we need to use it wisely. And not for our glorification, but for his glory. Because it will will get to a head. That's right. Swell swell your head till it bursts. You know, so thank you so much for that contribution. Until until, until we think so. We are bigger than everyone else. Now, for those who are listening, bear with us. This is a little problem, you know. They're from over, they're overseas speaking to us, so we get a little gap every so often. But um, what we're going to do, anyone else would like to share? Anybody else? Okay, well. All right. Uh, Minister Levine, do you want to add anything more? You know, um, Sister Burrell made a very valid point there. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And as she mentioned, when the disciples, they couldn't, they couldn't um, free the young man from the demon that was in him. Yes. And said, these kinds come out only through prayer and fasting. So even though he has given us power, yes. there are some things that we need to do in order to, to make that power effective. Amen. 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 Oh, this this is a very valuable, you know, um, your viewpoint on this. It really brings out a lot. Behold, yes, he has given us power, but what are we going to do with the power that he has given us? We have to tap into it. We're going to have to fast and pray and say in in order for the the power to manifest within us. That's right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for that. Amen. Amen. Um, our sister, do you want to add anything more, um, Sister Tash? So good to see you here this evening, too. Okay, I think she's a little tied up there. But really, um, the top, what I'm hearing, all the points that were given, they are, they are so well blended, well put together, you know. And I heard our sister said a moment ago, power, no, extreme power corrupts. And my sister, they don't have to even have to be extreme. They just want a little power. Just a little power. You know, you know, back in school, you have the monitor. We used to have prefects in the high school. 
we had prefects, and I, I, my phone yeah. was, you know, we have a prefect. I remember running from, going back from lunch. Sometimes I would go up to church. It was a long way to walk from school to church. We'd go up there in the afternoon, myself and another young lady, and we would go to church to go and pray during the afternoon, lunchtime, you know, from school. And it's just running. I'd be running, get back to the school door, the gate, the bell rung, and we had to get there before that bell. You know, and the pre you get to your farm and the prefect see you coming late, you may get the detention. You know? So but yes, you remember? So some of these but even though they are only prefects, they can go beyond their power. Teachers go beyond their power. They beat children back in the day, some of you remember, they wail up their skin. They went beyond their power. You know? So power yes. power must be controlled. And the power that God gives to us, we still cannot work in our own power. We have to ask the Holy Spirit for wisdom. We have to know when. Yes. Yes, when. When to apply it. What to apply. Amen. And we have to remember, this kind of power is not, say, intellectual power. Because I've seen right now in this nation what intellectual power is doing. It, it's as though these people have gone crazy. Intellectual power. But when we use spiritual power under the, the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit, and we are led by God, we can't go wrong. But we have to remember we cannot work on our own. Anyone else want to add anything before we close this session? Okay. No, I don't want to, I don't want to add anything. Okay, praise God. We, listen, this was a, you know, I, I had my minister Vivian. She has come with some topics, man. I tell you, I thank God for this topic. And for those of you who will be listening to this program afterward, the topic of it is we have power. And from what we have heard there today from each one um, who gave a little point, power can corrupt, and we are seeing it right as we speak. You see it in the in in the doctor in the medical field, the educational field, the political field, in the judicial field. Oh my goodness, you name it. In corporation, you see it. You see it, you see it in the churches. Thank you. This is this, this is one of the reasons why we have so much denomination. People were, were in not a body, and, and because wow. them check them get so big, them break off from that body. And start their own. So, indeed, yes. power does corrupt. And when we have yes. power, we must ask God for wisdom, how to use it. One of the things that I'm learning of late, whatever I'm going to do, Lord, what do I do here? How do I do it? You know, someone may say, it's my money, I can do whatever I want to do with it. Oh, it's my this and I can do whatever. No, no, no. When you become a Christian, you're no longer your own. You're owned by God. And whatever you're doing, yes, yes whatever you're doing, you always consult him. So today I thank God for this, this um, topic. And those of you who will be listening, maybe you want to join us on one of our live programs. It's not all the time we have discussion on a Sunday. Normally, we have it on a Thursday morning. You want to join us on a Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. 
And for this coming Good Friday, now let me remind you, we are not celebrating a day. We are remembering what Jesus did for us. We don't even know if it was good. To be honest with you, since it was on the third day, we have to check. But nevertheless, they have been celebrating Good Friday for a long time, from the time I was born and before. So if you like... Right. So thank you. So if you would like to join us on Good Friday, which will be the the ninth, I believe, or somewhere there, um, next Friday anyway, the first the first Friday in April, the week from uh, from this Friday, you can join us. But you need the information how to get on the program. You can also come through Messenger, just send us an invitation, and we'll have you in through Messenger if you're from overseas. Or if you want to come through, if you're in the United States and you want to get all, get us on the, get on the airline or the number, we can send it to you. But you have to contact us. If you go to our website at www.frministry.org, you can send us an email from there. We'll send you the information. Or you can call us, 678-964-5242. You can leave a text or leave a voice message. But if you don't, we can't return your call because we don't know who's calling. Sometimes when I return calls and I hear what they're calling about, it's nothing. It's something frivolous. I'm not interested. So leave a message. Say, please call me back about such and such a thing, and we'll call you. Or we'd like to join you on Thursday or Sunday or Good Friday, whenever. We also meet every morning at 6 a.m. I mean every morning. 6 a.m. for prayer. If you have a prayer need, we'll pray for you. You can send us a message again, we'll pray for you. If you would like to talk with someone, we will talk with you. Listen, we all need one another. doesn't matter who you are. So may God bless you. I'm going to ask before we do our sign, or let me pray for it. Father, we thank you for the privilege of bringing us here this afternoon. We thank you for everyone who participated, and for those who have been listening to this program, we pray it will be a means of causing each one to stop and think, whether he's a manager, a supervisor, a parent, an older sibling, or whomever it may be, a pastor, may each person stop and think, what am I doing with my power, the power I have to lead others? I have, a, I have subordinates. How am I doing? How am I doing? The mayor, the governor the prime minister, the president, king or queen, how am I using the power that is in my hand under my control? So, Father, today we pray it will be a means of causing others to stop and think and ask what he or she is doing with the power and those who are under his, his or her control. Bless us today, Father, we ask you. Continue to keep us and bless this ministry. Let it be, my God, a way by which, a means by which, those who don't know you will hear the word and seek to know more about you. We thank you. We pray for you to keep us, preserve us, and bless and cover us under your blood. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Minister Vivian, would you like to give a final word? I just want to say that um, it was indeed a blessing. You know, I like short, sweet, and spicy. This is what this was. <laughs> You know? <laughs> I love that. 
And I just pray that, you know, this message has reached someone's heart and, you know, they took the time to examine themselves as what we are doing. Examine ourselves because, indeed, sometimes we can abuse power. Yes. Physical and the spiritual, you know, we got to be aware of what we're doing. God bless you. Praise God. Thank you so much. And, you know, I still can't get over the piece if I'm... Sister Burrell should talk about the church. And, you know, it is so, if there's one of the places, one of the places where power is abused, it's in the church. And I pray that all ministers out there, re-look at your life and how you're leading God's people. Look at it again. Take another look. How are you leading God's people? And for those who are in, in government, how are you leading the population, the state, the country, your nation? How are you doing it? Remember, there is a verse, I think it's somewhere, I don't know if it's Solomon who wrote it, that the throne, the throne is not for every generation. In other words, nothing lasts forever. And power can be taken away in a moment. In a moment. Be careful. Power for power to be successful, it requires humility, wisdom, and the Holy Spirit. God bless you. Until we, we meet again, this is Shekinah Theological College answering to what does the word say and faith restoration ministries answering restoring lives one life at a time. We had a little technical problem there. But anyway, God bless you until we meet again.